Welcome to Mason and Fricker's Eldritch Stories. My name is Mike Mason. Today's tale takes place on a sunny day, the perfect time for a nice drive in the countryside. It was one of those days when the sun hung low and bright in the sky. As I turned the corner, the glare dazzled me. I pulled the visor down and shielded my eyes with my hand, squinting into the sun. I glanced in the rearview mirror. There was a silver murk up close behind me. I must have thought the road was clear, but sometimes thinking isn't enough. The body can release chemicals into the bloodstream at a moment's notice. Almost before my conscious mind had registered the car heading straight at me, I felt a rush. The colours intensified. My knuckles whitened and my legs tensed. A dark shape grew inexorably in my side window. Then noise. Shattered glass and shattered memory. Airbags exploded and the tyres left the road. Someone is looking right in my face. Worried eyes. A woman assures me an ambulance is on its way. Hang in there, John. I don't care that they have my name wrong. Different voices arrive, speaking with surety, asking questions. I try to answer and they begin moving me. I catch sight of my car as they take me into the ambulance. It's a fucking mess. Why do we drive around in these flimsy tin cans? Everything is fine until the smallest nudge. Then off it flies like a can kicked down the road. I remember, as kids, how we used to kick a Coke can against the wall until it burst, spraying sticky liquid in random directions. The hospital room is cool. The lighting is low. A woman speaks. You awake? A nurse emerges from the bed opposite mine, closing the curtains behind him. The woman calls the nurse over to me. He has a reassuring smile. I can't make out his name badge. How are you feeling, John? I try to say that my name is not John, but he just nods and turns away. He assures the woman that concussion can cause confusion and not to worry. The two of them talk like I'm not there. I reach up with a hand to get the nurse's attention. My fingers are short and stubby, like hairy sausages, but today they look pale and slender. Have I lost weight? How long have I been out? Was that woman my wife? Then where is Karen, my real wife? Hold on, get a grip. The nurse said concussion. I am confused is all. I open my eyes again. The scene has changed. I see the ward washed in bright sunlight. The woman is gone, replaced by an old fella. All right, son? I nod. My old man died twenty years back. I'm sure of that. What about the other driver? I ask. The old man purses his lips and shakes his head. I can see the face of the other driver in my mind's eye, 
forever speeding toward me. I look up, and that's when I see him across the ward. A guy in his twenties, tall. He points a slender finger at me, and his eyes widen. He says something I fail to catch. He rushes across the room toward me, and I cringe back against the pillows. The old fellow leans forward in his chair, seemingly oblivious. You're all right, son. The pale man is at the foot of my bed now, his face twisted. I watch as he bellows soundlessly. He reaches out to grab at my legs, but then he begins to fade. I can see through him like cigarette smoke. In a moment, he's faded to nothing. I look at the old man at my bedside, his watery eyes overflowing with worried tears. You okay, lad? Shall shall I call the doctor? No. I close my eyes and relax into the pillows. I think I'm going to be just fine, Dad. The Driver was written by Paul Fricker and read by Mike Mason. Join us again next time for another chilling tale. And remember... Keep it eldritch.